Chapter 1, verses 28 through 35. Of Catina Aurea, Gospel of St. Luke, Part 1, by St. Thomas Aquinas. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Verses 28 and 29. And the angel came in unto her, and said, Hail thou that art highly favored, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying, and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. Ambrose, mark the virgin by her manner of life. Alone in an inner chamber, unseen by the eyes of men, discovered only by an angel. As it is said, and the angel came in unto her, that she might not be dishonored by any ignoble address. She is saluted by an angel. Gregory of Nisa far different then to the news formerly addressed to the woman is the announcement now made to the virgin in the former the cause of sin was punished by the pains of childbirth in the latter through gladness sorrow is driven away hence the angel not unaptly proclaims joy to the virgin saying hail greek expositor but that she was judged worthy of the nuptials is attested by his saying full of grace for it is signified as a kind of token or marriage gift of the bridegroom, that she was fruitful in graces. For of the things which he mentions, the one appertains to the bride, the other to the bridegroom. Jerome, and it is well said, full of grace, for to others grace comes in part, and to Mary at once the fullness of grace wholly infused itself. She truly is full of grace, through whom has been poured forth upon every creature the abundant reign of the Holy Spirit. But already he was with the Virgin, who sent the angel to the Virgin. The Lord preceded his messenger, for he could not be confined by place who dwells in all places. Whence it follows, the Lord is with thee. Augustine, more than with me, for he himself is in thy heart. He is made in thy womb. He fills thy soul. He fills thy womb. Greek expositor, but this is the sum of the whole message. The word of God, as the bridegroom, affecting an incomprehensible union, himself, as it were, the same both planting and being planted, hath molded the whole nature of man into himself. But comes last the most perfect and comprehensive salutation. Blessed art thou among women, i.e., alone, far before all other women that women also should be blessed in thee, as men are in thy son, but rather both in both. For as by one man and one woman came at once both sin and sorrow, so now also by one woman and one man hath both blessing and joy been restored and poured forth upon all. Ambrose, but mark the virgin by her bashfulness, for she was afraid, as it follows, and when she heard she was troubled. It is the habit of virgins to tremble, and to be ever afraid at the presence of man, and to be shy when he addresses her. Learn, O virgin, to avoid light talking. Mary feared even the salutation of an angel. Greek expositor. But as she might be accustomed to these visions, the evangelist describes her agitation not to the vision, but to the things told her, saying she was troubled at his words. Now observe both the modesty and wisdom of the virgin, the soul and at the same time the voice. 
When she heard the joyful words, she pondered them in her mind, and neither openly resisted through unbelief, nor forthwith lightly complied, avoiding equally the inconsistency of Eve and the insensibility of Zacharias. Hence it is said, and she cast in her mind what manner of salutation this was. It is not said conception, for as yet she knew not the vastness of the mystery. But the salutation, was there aught of passion in it, as from a man to a virgin? Or was it not of God, seeing that he makes mention of God, saying, The Lord is with thee? Ambrose, she wondered also at the new form of blessing, unheard of before, reserved for Mary alone. Origen, for if Mary had known that similar words had been addressed to others, such a salutation would never have appeared to her so strange and alarming. Verses 30-33 through 33. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb, and bring forth the Son, and shalt call his name Jesus. He shall be great, and shall be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. When the angel saw that she was troubled at this unusual salutation, calling her by her name, as if she was well known to him, he tells her she must not fear, as it follows, and the angel said, Fear not, Mary. Greek expositor, as if he said, I came not to deceive you, nay, rather to bring down deliverance from deception. I came not to rob you of your inviolate virginity, but to open a dwelling place for the author and guardian of thy purity. I am not a servant of the devil, but the ambassador of him that destroyeth the devil. I am come to form a marriage treaty, not to devise plots. So far, then, was he from allowing her to be harassed by distracting thoughts, lest he should be counted a servant unfaithful to his trust. Chrysostom. But he who earns favor in the sight of God has nothing to fear. Hence it follows, for thou hast found favor before God. But how shall any one find it, except through the means of his humility? For God giveth grace to the humble. Greek Expositor. For the virgin found favor with God, in that decking her own soul in the bright robes of chastity, she prepared a dwelling place pleasing to God. Not only did she retain her virginity inviolate, but her conscience also she kept from stain. As many had found favor before Mary, she goes on to state what was particular to her. Behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb. Greek expositor. By the word behold, he denotes rapidity and actual presence, implying that with the utterance of the word the conception is accomplished. Greek expositor. Thou shalt conceive in thy womb, that he might show that our Lord from the very virgin's womb and of our substance took our flesh upon him. For the divine word came to purify man's nature and birth, and the first elements of our generation, and so without sin and human seed, passing through every stage as we do. He is conceived in the flesh and carried in the womb for the space of nine months. Greek Expositor But since it happens also that to the spiritual mind is given in an especial manner to conceive the divine spirit, and bring forth the spirit of salvation, as says the prophet, therefore he added, and thou shalt bring forth a son. Ambrose, 
but all are not as merry, that when they conceive the word of the Holy Spirit they bring forth. For some put forth the word prematurely, others have Christ in the womb, but yet not formed. Gregory of Nisau. While the expectation of childbirth strikes a woman with terror, the sweet mention of her offspring calms her, as it is added, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. And coming of the Savior is the banishing of all fear. Bede. Jesus is interpreted Savior or healing. Greek Expositor. And he says, Thou shalt call, not his father shall call, for he is without a father as regards his lower birth, as he is without a mother in respect of the higher. Cyril. But this name was given anew to the word in adaptation to his nativity in the flesh. As the prophecy saith, Thou shalt be called by a new name, which the mouth of the Lord hath named. Greek Expositor. But as this name was common to him with the successor of Moses, the angel therefore implying that he should not be after Joshua's likeness, adds he shall be great. Ambrose. It was said also of John that he shall be great, but of him indeed as of a great man, of Christ as of the great God. For abundantly is poured forth the power of God, widely the greatness of the heavenly substance extended, neither confined by place nor grasped by thought, neither determined by calculation nor altered by age. Origin. See then the greatness of the Savior, how it is diffused over the whole world. Go up to heaven, see there how it has filled the heavenly places. Carry thy thoughts down to the deep. Behold, there too he has descended. If thou seest this, then in like manner beholdest thou fulfilled in very deed. He shall be great. Greek Expositor The assumption of our flesh does not diminish aught from the loftiness of the deity, but rather exalts the lowness of human nature. Hence it follows, and he shall be called the Son of the Highest. Not thou shalt give him the name, but he himself shall be called. By whom but his Father of like substance with himself? For no one hath known the Son but the Father. But he in whom exists the infallible knowledge of his Son is the true interpreter as the name which should be given him. When he says, This is my beloved Son, for such indeed from everlasting he is though his name was not revealed till now. Therefore he says, He shall be called, not shall be made or begotten. For before the worlds he was of like substance with the Father. Him therefore thou shalt conceive, his mother thou shalt become. Him shall thy virgin shrine enclose, whom the heavens were not able to contain. Chrysostom. But since it seems shocking or unworthy to some men, that God should inhabit a body, is the sun, I would ask, the heat thereof, is felt by each body that receives its rays, at all sullied as to its natural purity. Much more then does the sun of righteousness, in taking upon himself a most pure body from the virgin's womb, escape not only defilement, but even show forth his own mother in greater holiness. Greek Expositor. And to make the virgin mindful of the prophets, he adds, and the Lord God shall give unto him the seed of David, that she might know clearly that he who is to be born of her is that very Christ, whom the prophets promised should be born of the seed of David. Cyril, 
not however from joseph proceeded the most pure descent of christ for from one and the same line of connection had sprung both joseph and the virgin and from this the only begotten had taken the form of man basil our lord sat not on the earthly throne of david the jewish kingdom having been transferred to herod the seat of david is that on which our lord re-established his spiritual kingdom which should never be destroyed hence it follows and he shall reign over the house of jacob chrysostom now he assigns to the present house of jacob all those who were of the number of the jews that believed on him for as paul says they are not all israel which are of israel but the children of the promise are counted for the seed bede or by the house of jacob he means the whole church which either sprang from a good root or though formerly a wild olive branch has yet been for a reward of its faith grafted into the good olive tree greek expositor but to reign for ever is of none save god alone and hence though because of the incarnation christ is said to receive the seed of david yet as being himself god he is acknowledged to be the eternal king it follows and his kingdom shall have no end not in that he is god but in that he is man also now indeed he has the kingdom of many nations but finally he shall reign over all when all things shall be put under him bede let nestorius then cease to say that the virgin's son is only man and to deny that he is taken up by the word of god into the unity of the person for the angel when he says that the very same has david for his father whom he declares is called the son of the highest demonstrates the one person of christ in two natures the angel uses the future tense not because as the heretics say christ was not before mary but because in the same person man with god shares the same name of son verses thirty four and thirty five then said mary unto the angel how shall this be seeing i know not a man then the angel answered and said unto her the holy ghost shall come upon thee and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the son of god ambrose it was mary's part neither to refuse belief in the angel nor to hastily take unto herself the divine message how subdued her answer is compared with the words of the priest then said mary to the angel how shall this be she says how shall this be he answers whereby shall i know this he refuses to believe that which he says he does not know and seeks as it were still further authority for belief she avows herself willing to do that which she doubts not will be done but how she is anxious to know mary had read behold she shall conceive and bear a son she believed therefore that it should be but how it was to take place she had never read for even to so great a prophet this had not been revealed so great a mystery was not to be divulged by the mouth of man but of an angel gregory of nisa hear the chaste words of the virgin the angel tells her that she shall bear a son but she rests upon her virginity deeming her inviolability a more precious thing than the angel's declaration and she says seeing that i know not a man basil knowledge is spoken of in various ways 
the wisdom of our Creator is called knowledge, and an acquaintance with His mighty works, the keeping also of His commandments, and the constant drawing near to Him. And besides these, the marriage union is called knowledge, as it is here. Gregory of Nisa. These words of Mary are a token of what she was pondering in the secrets of her heart. For if, for the sake of the marriage union, she had wished to be espoused to Joseph, why was she seized with astonishment when the conception was made known unto her, seeing in truth she might herself be expecting at the time to become a mother according to the law of nature, but because it was meet that her body, being presented to God as a holy offering, should be kept inviolate. Therefore, she says, seeing that I know not a man, as if she said, notwithstanding that thou who speakest art an angel, yet that I should know a man is plainly an impossible thing. How then can I be a mother, having no husband? For Joseph I have acknowledged as my betrothed. Greek expositor. But mark how the angel solves the virgin's doubts, and shows to her the unstained marriage and the unspeakable birth. And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Spirit shall come upon thee. Chrysostom, as if he said, Look not for the order of nature in things which transcend and overpower nature. Dost thou say, How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? Nay, rather, shall it happen to thee for this very reason, that thou hast never known a husband? For if thou hadst, thou wouldst not have been thought worthy of the mystery. Not that marriage is unholy, but virginity more excellent. It became the common Lord of all, both to take part with us, and to differ with us in his nativity. For the being born of the womb, he shared in common with us. But in that he was born without cohabitation, he was exalted far above us. Gregory of Nyssa. O blessed is that womb which became of the overflowing purity of the Virgin, Mary, has drawn to itself the gift of life. For in others scarcely indeed shall a pure soul obtain the presence of the Holy Spirit. But in her the flesh is made the receptacle of the Spirit. Id. For the tables of our nature which guilt had broken, the true lawgiver has formed anew to himself from our dust without cohabitation, creating a body capable of taking his divinity, which the finger of God hath carved that is to say, the Spirit coming upon the Virgin. Id, moreover, the power of the Highest shall overshadow thee. Christ is the power of the Most High King, who by the coming of the Holy Spirit is formed in the Virgin. Gregory, by the term overshadowing, both natures of the incarnate God are signified, for shadow is formed by light and matter, but the Lord by his divine nature is light because then immaterial light was to be embodied in the virgin's womb. It is well said unto her, The power of the highest shall overshadow thee. That is, the human body in thee shall receive an immaterial light of divinity. For this is said to Mary for the heavenly refreshing of her soul. Bede, thou shalt conceive then, not by the seed of man whom thou knowest not, but by the operation of the Holy Spirit, with which thou art filled. There shall be no flame of desire in thee when the Holy Spirit shall overshadow thee. Gregory of Nyssa. Or, he says, overshadow thee, because as a shadow takes its shape from the character of those bodies which go before it, so the signs of the Son's deity will appear from the power of the Father. For as in us a certain life-giving power is seen in the material substance by which man is formed, so in the Virgin 
as the power of the highest in like manner by the life-giving spirit taken from the virgin's body a fleshy substance inherent in the body to form a new man hence it follows therefore also that thing which shall be born of thee athen for we confess that which then was taken up from mary to be of the nature of man and a most real body the very same also according to nature with our own body for mary is our sister seeing we have all descended from adam basil hence also st paul says god sent forth his son born not by a woman but of a woman for the words by a woman convey only a mere passing expression of birth but when said of a woman there is openly declared a communion of nature between the son and the parent gregory to distinguish his holiness from ours jesus is stated in an especial manner to be born holy for we although indeed made holy are not born so we are constrained by the very condition of our corruptible nature to cry out with the prophet behold i was conceived in iniquity but he alone is in truth holy who was not conceived by the cementing of a fleshly union nor as the heretics rave one person in his human nature another in his divine not conceived and brought forth a mere man and afterwards by his merits obtained that he should be god but the angel announcing and the spirit coming for the word in the womb afterwards within the womb the word made flesh whence it follows shall be called the son of god greek expositor but observe how the angel has declared the whole trinity to the virgin making mention of the holy spirit the power and the most high for the trinity is indivisible end of chapter one verses twenty eight through thirty five